0: It is a very painful thing having to part company with what torments you and how mute the world is. Robert Walser Part One Lucy the Liar Lucy and Minor's mother had not wept, had not come close to weeping at their parting. All that day he'd felt a catch in his throat, and his every movement was achieved in cheery degrees, as though swift activity would cause a breach of emotion. They had eaten breakfast and lunch together, but neither had spoken a word. And now it was time for him to go. But he couldn't step away from his bed, upon which he lay fully dressed in coat and boots, sheepskin cap pulled low to his brow. Lucy was seventeen years old, and this had been his room since birth. All that he could see and put his hand to was permeated with the bewildering memories of childhood. When he heard his mother positing unknowable questions to herself from the scullery downstairs, he was nearly overcome with sorrow. A valise stood alertly on the floor beside him. Hefting himself from the mattress, he rose, stomping his feet three times. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Gripping the valise by its swivelled leather handle, he walked downstairs and out the door, calling to his mother from the base of the steps before their homely cottage. She appeared in the doorway, lumpily squinting and clapping flower dust from her knuckles and palms. "'Is it time?' she asked. When he nodded, she said, "'Well, come here, then.' He climbed the five groaning stairs to meet her. She kissed his cheek, before peering out over the meadow, scrutinizing the bank of storm clouds roiling up behind the mountain range which walled in their village. When she looked back at him, her expression was blank. Good luck, Lucy. I hope you do right by this, Baron. Will you let me know how it turns out for you? I will. All right. Goodbye. She re-entered the cottage, her eyes fixed to the ground as she closed the door. A blue door. Lucy could recall the day his father had painted it ten years earlier. He'd been sitting in the shade of the anemic plum tree, marking the inscrutable industries of an anthill, when his father had called to him, pointing with the paintbrush, its bristles formed to a horn. A blue door for a blue boy. Thinking of this, and then hearing his mother singing an airy tune from within the cottage, Lucy experienced a dipping melancholy. He dissected the purposelessness of this feeling, for it was true he had never been particularly close with his parents, or rather, they had never cared for him in the way he had wished them to, and so they had never had an opportunity to achieve any stable partnership. He was mourning the fact that there was nothing much to mourn at all he decided. He elected to linger, a favoured pastime. Sitting upon his upended valise, legs intertwined fashionably, he removed his new pipe from his coat pocket, handling it with care, much in the way one holds a chick. He had purchased the pipe only the day prior. Having never used one before, he took a particular interest as he filled it with the chocolate and chestnut-smelling tobacco. He lit a match and puffed puffed. His head was enshrouded in fragrant smoke, and he felt very dramatic, and wished someone was watching him to witness and perhaps comment on this. Lucy was spindly and pale, bordering on sickly, and yet there was something pretty about him too. His mouth was full, his black lashes long, his eyes large and blue. Privately, he considered himself comely in an obscure but undeniable way. He adopted the carriage of one sitting in fathomless reflection, though there was in fact no motion in his mind whatsoever. Holding the pipe-head in the basin of his palm, he rotated the mouthpiece outward, so that it rested between his middle and ring-fingers. Now he pointed with it, here and there, for this was what the pipe-smoking men in the tavern did when giving directions or recalling a location-specific incident. A large part of the pipe's appeal to Lucy was the way it became an extension of the body of the user, a functional appendage of his person. Lucy was looking forward to pointing with his pipe in a social setting. All he needed was an audience for whom to point, as well as something to point at.